and Swade Boyfield is the founder and general overseer of the Holy Grant Assembly International, a mission-oriented charismatic church with headquarters in Dallas, Texas, with branches in Oklahoma and in Accra, Ghana. He has a deep passion for the Word of God and an insatiable desire for prayer and worship. He is heavily anointed and gifted with strong prophetic and deliverance ministry impacting the nations. Apostle Boyfield is happily married to Mrs. Esther Boyfield and resides with his family in Dallas, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, with a standing ovation and a thunderous open heaven temple welcome, shall we receive the General Overseer of Holy Ground Assembly International, Apostle Antoine Boyfield. We are glad to host you, sir.
are a God that I can count on. You are a God that promised that when I call unto you, you will answer. And you say great and better things you will show unto me. Father, once again, it's an, a privilege and opportunity to come in your presence. Because in your presence, there's fullness of joy. Father, this morning, oh God, we come, oh God, not because we are sufficient of ourselves, but we are here, oh God, for outpouring of your power, of your blessings to establish us, oh God, as your children. We thank you for open heaven, oh God. We thank you for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We pray in the name of Jesus that today as we came in, we will never leave the same. Because you no know one come to your presence and leave the same. Let us sick be healed. Let someone be encouraged this morning. Let us soul be lifted. Let someone be delivered from every challenge, every pain, every difficulties. Father, as you are welcome, oh God, let your word, oh God, build us up. Let your word of God establish us. That we don't leave your presence the same as we came. In the name of our Lord Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. If you're a believer, can you respond with me? Amen and amen. I'm preaching on the theme, divine establishment. I believe this morning we had a little fun. And usually the last meal is always better. Amen. Jesus when he make the wine. That time they already served the first wine. That the second wine was better, according to the people. So I pray that the second meal will be, we can have more fun. Hallelujah. I'm taking my cue, please my glasses. My cue from uh, 1 Peter chapter number 5. 
verse number 10. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his internal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Hallelujah. I said this morning that... uh, you know, many at times when people come and witness to you, they will tell you when you come to Christianity, everything will be fine. Hallelujah. And it is not partial truth, it's truth. But you have to grow a little bit to understand what, what the people are saying. I was talking to uh, Brother Modestos this morning. I said, I became born again in America, not in Ghana. Amen. Because for me, you have to show me something. Just don't talk. Amen. I don't like talking. Just show me. Hallelujah. I was very stubborn. Uh, I was an altar boy in Anglican church. And all the group, they belong to the SU. Only two of us. Whatever they did, it didn't work. Amen. Praise the Lord. But uh, Peter wrote to the uh, Jewish believers that have converted into Christianity. And they were being punished. Some of them being thrown from their homes. And other things were going on. And he told them that, don't worry, this suffering is just temporary. It's not something that is going to exist forever. Hallelujah. Uh, but God, with all grace, unmerited favor, he said, he himself will restore you from whatever is taken from you, confirm you, strengthen you, and God will establish you. Hallelujah. You see, if God has not established you, nobody can establish you. I don't care who you are. Amen? So Peter made it clear that suffering was inevitable, unavoidable, and inescapable. You cannot escape it. Whether you are Christian or you are not Christian. Amen? Sometimes you go through challenges. You can name it whatever you want to name it. But here they call it suffering. Amen? So he said, you cannot avoid it as a Christian. Hallelujah. But one thing that he encouraged the people of God, he said, God will confirm you. God will restore you. God will strengthen you. And God will establish you. Hallelujah. And when you read First Peter 1 and 3, the Bible says that by his divine nature, he has given us whatever we need for life. And godliness. There are two different messages. Amen. What you need to live a, a good life, a great life, because when you come to the kingdom, you are already being established. Hallelujah. You see, when a child is born, most of the time you have everything that me and you have two nose, eyes, mouth, hands, legs, but a child cannot walk. But you have all the package. But cannot do the things that me and you are doing because it's a child. So we grow into it. Amen. At the age 10, you are not expecting a child to go to work. You go to school. But it has a package. That child could be a millionaire in the making. It could be an engineer in the making. It could be a doctor in the making. But we don't know yet because he hasn't grown to his potential. Hallelujah. So one thing that you have to understand 
as a Christian, God has packaged you. God has divinely established you for you to succeed on the planet Earth. You have it. If you don't know today, I'm trying to unfold it. But you have to be, you have to be connected to the supernatural. Because it is the supernatural that will unfold that package that has been placed within you. Amen? That is the reason why when you become born again, many a times you go through challenges. Because the devil knows that the only way you'll be unfolding the things that are placed within you when you are connected with the spirit. Sometimes your family will fight you. Your friends will fight you. Or you are going to church and nothing happens. You know, sometimes it's the devil that is speaking through people. Because if you really understand the presence and you can assess the presence, your potential will be released, will be unleashed. And you can walk in any corridor. Hallelujah. You can command things and you see them happening because heaven will notice your voice. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Amen. So I want you to understand that they become born again, spiritually you are already established. Amen. But life is a process. It's a process that is full of movement, seasons, stages. And God is so wonderful that he makes seasons. Amen. In Ghana, how many seasons do we have? I think in America, we have about four different seasons. Ghana, we have two. Hamatan and what? And what? Rain season. We have springs, autumn, winter, and the rest. Hallelujah. So, God used nature to teach us things. That there are seasons, there are stages. And as we move from one stage to the other, from one season to the other... We are bound to be confronted with obstacles, challenges, limitations that may want to negate or nullify the plans of God for our lives. Challenges come so that you will turn around, so you make a U-turn. Hallelujah. Obstacles are released against you so that you will curse God. Burdens are placed on you. So that you will give up in life. But you have to understand, they are just seasons. Hallelujah. Winter never lasts for a long time. Winter comes and winter goes. Spring comes and spring goes. Summer comes and summer goes. Every year they repeat themselves. Hallelujah. So this year you may go through some bad weather. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that uh, at the next season it's not going to be any good. Hallelujah. So life, uh, you have to check and see whether you're a Christian or not a Christian. Life is full of movement and seasons. But you have an advantage because you can connect with the supernatural. And that's what brings the game change. That is a game changer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. From obstacle to miracles. From trial to triumph. From test to testimonies. All depends on who you are serving. You see, if you are serving God, when the obstacles come, you also see a miracle. When the test comes, you, see, you have a testimony. Hallelujah. When the limitation confronts you, the barriers will be lifted. 
Amen. The other day, told Moses, he said, don't cry unto me. What do you have in your hand? Speak to the sea. It was an obstacle. But Moses spoke and he made a way in the Red Sea. Hallelujah. It was an obstacle. But you know whom he has believed and he cried unto him. Amen. What is divine establishment? Anytime we hear divine, it has something to do with, with, to do with God. Supernatural abilities. Supernatural capabilities. Supernatural power. Amen. Establishment. Amen. To be established in one place. To be restored. So it's a supernaturally conclusive restore to a place of glory. A place of power. And a place of rest. It can also be in the form of restore earth. Maybe somebody is sick for a long time and God restores you permanently. All prosperity. You have struggled and struggled and struggled and God bring you in a place of success, place of wealth, place of a good job. Amen. It can also mean deliverance, good job, fruit of the womb, marital peace, good home, restoration. It is also means a favorable turn around. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Divine establishment. We have the spiritual, we need a manifestation. So when somebody is talking to you, you say you are praying about something, tell the person that thing is already registered in the spirit. You are only waiting for the manifestation. Amen? He said he has given everything that what? Pertains to what? By his divine nature, he has given us everything that pertains to life and what? Godliness. Hallelujah. You see, when the almighty God is involved, in the affairs of a man, things begin to move in an unusual and unprecedented way. When God decides to be involved in the affairs of man, every obstacle is conquered. And every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The crooked roads shall become straight. The rough ways smooth. The forces of heaven begin to work on your behalf. When God decides to be in your affair, when God decides to establish you, all those things that will fight against you, God himself will deal with it. Praise the living God. In Isaiah 32 and 15, it says, until the spirit is poured on us from on high, the desert became a fruitful field. And the fertile field seems like a, river, a forest. You see, sometimes in life, you can pray and pray and pray and nothing happens. Sometimes I read many different translations. So, some say fertile, some say fruitful. You can pray and pray and pray and nothing happens. That is when you find yourself in your own desert. Hallelujah. You can worship and nothing happens. That is where you find yourself in the desert. You are having what I call the desert experience. The desert is a place of no supply. The desert is a place of low life. The desert is a place of actually no life at all. You can die. The people that cross the desert, many don't make it. But there is nothing in the desert. That is when you see human ability and effort will come to a standstill. Maybe you are in the desert. 
Oh, help is on the way. I'm here to announce to somebody, God is always uh, working behind the sea. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you are in the, in, in the desert. It doesn't matter whether you are in the valley. The Bible says, uh, until the spirit of God uh, is poor from above, when the supernatural encounter the natural, things begin to change. Hallelujah. Life will give you a lot of stress. Life will bring you a lot of challenges. Life will bring you a lot of disappointment. But don't look at those things. Amen. Don't look at the disappointment. Just focus your eyes on the altar and the finisher of our faith. Bible says that despite the shame, he know the glory ahead. So he went through the cross. Let your eyes be on him. If you want to be established. Because you go through the suffering. You go through the challenge. It's part and parcel of life. Hallelujah. It's a when the outpouring of the spirit comes. Your desert will become a fertile ground. It is not you doing it. It is God. Sometimes we try to do it. Instead of allowing God to do it. You see, any time we use our strength, we fail. Amen. I believe that there's a, a scripture that said with, 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 with the flesh, something. I forgot that scripture. He said, uh, with the flesh, no man prevail. By strength shall no man prevail. So you can have all the strength, and sometimes you can fail. But when you are connected to the supernatural, there is no failure. Because he know the hand from the beginning. Hallelujah. So he said, by pouring of the spirit from on high. Hey, you may be low today. But he said, your, 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 your desert may become into a fertile ground. And he did not stop there. He said, your fertile ground will turn into a forest. He's going by stages of blessing, stages of elevation, stages of promotion, stages of speed. But when God gives you divine speed, you overtake the people that is ahead of you. Hey, it doesn't matter. You are looking for a child. You don't have it. You don't worry. Maybe somebody married 10 years ago and was bluffing, pointing fingers at you. You just got married 2023. But when you begin to have children, you have triplets, you have twins, you have others. Look, when God gives you speed, man cannot compare with you. Maybe somebody have a good job uh, running his mouth, uh, putting you down. Uh, when the outpouring of the Spirit of God uh, come upon you, uh, there will be a change. Uh, there will be a speed. Uh, there will be an establishment. Uh, there will be elevation. Uh, that is the reason why we call it uh, the supernatural. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the living God. By a point of the spirit. Amen. Sometimes don't rely on your ability. Let God give you. Perceive the spirit and receive the divine instructions. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see. Christianity. Is a faith of responsibility. Somebody say responsibility. God is not going to come from heaven to come and give you anything. I say what? I hear people say we are laboring in prayer. The day prayer becomes a labor, you are failed. You're supposed to spend time with God, not to labor. 
Oh, I'm laboring in prayer. You think you are saying anything. You are not saying nothing. Amen. Sometimes we don't even know how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You don't know how to be alone and just play music or if you can sing, sing and just spend time in the presence without asking for anything. And that is when God will take your spirit into places. Business ideas. All kinds of things. Look, the business ideas come from the spirit. And we have allowed occultic people taking advantage of those things. They enter into the realms of the spirit. I don't care whether negative or whatever, but they perceive something. The car design that they are giving you, uh, women, your, your, your human hair. They perceive all that. Your nice ear rings. I'm not saying don't wear it. They are nice. Wear it. Eh? Wear it to look good. If you don't have hair, buy wig. It's okay. <laughs> women, if I wear your say amen. <laughs> look good for the glory of God. When you, are, you look good and they ask you, you say, I'm looking good for myself and Jesus. People that will talk about anybody looking good, they are devil. Amen. Hallelujah. This is for the women. If I were you, I'll clap my hand. Look, going to the bush to go and fast for 80 days is good. It doesn't put food on your plate. Amen. Some young people, especially these young pastors in Ghana, don't mean they hear they have calling. All they are doing is praying, they don't work. I'm not saying you are in this church. Some churches. I've seen them. So every day they have a sister they are going to pray with. So that when they go, they'll get lunch to eat. From there they'll go to the dinner. Oh, sister, I'm here to pray with you. Because they are not working. After you finish praying, uh, praying go to work. If you want to succeed, you must work. What the Holy Ghost does for you, it brings you promotion. Where people cannot go, you go there. Because he's going to use people to bless you. So if every day you are in the mountains praying, how do you go to work? Even God himself will get angry at you because you can't even support the church. Hallelujah. I hope I'm not... Every time I leave message, it means I'm talking to somebody. If not because of time, like I'll stay there a little bit. But because of time, I'll leave you. Next time. Praise the Lord. For you to be successful, you must work. Success comes with no working hard. You start with working hard. Then as you grow and mature, you work smart. Connect with business people. Ask them how did they do it. Let them teach you. Instead of you being envious. Amen. Oh, because he's driving that kind of special. Oh, yeah, 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 he's special. <laughs> they say that. It's envy, spirit of envy. Amen. Amen. Some people will tell you, oh, the plane is the same. Why do you pay so much for business class? What they don't know is, at the airport, I got to the airport, and got a bath. And I was looking fresh before I bought the next plane. People don't even know that they have a bathroom in the airport. So people don't know. Ask them. Those who fly, ask them. If they know there's a, a bathroom there. Then they will talk about you. I work hard. When you work hard, you like to enjoy the finest things of the life. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you want to be established, work hard. You have what it takes already. Release it. Amen. 2023, you have to do better than you did 2022. 
And you know one funny thing about church people sometimes? They'll go and write prophetic word that somebody has given them or their pastor has given them. Pastor, this one didn't come. This one didn't come. But they are not working. Even Paul the apostle, Timothy the apostle, Paul to Timothy, he said the war, good warfare of the prophecies that has been given to you so that the things that has been said will be established. Somebody say amen. Am I preaching good? I think we are enjoying this one better than the first one, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Every provision place demand on you to access it. When God gives you a provision, there is a demand. He will place a demand. It doesn't come easy. Amen? The word of God remains the power behind our establishment. If you want to be established, you need the word of God. Some people say they read the Bible every year. They read the Bible three times. Some read it two times. Some read it one time. I'll be very honest with you. I never tried. Me, I'm very honest. I never tried. But I made sure that what I read, I understand. And I, 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 I put it into practice. And it worked for me. So you can rush in reading for five, five times a year. I'm not rushing. But at the end of the day, you will see that what I read. When I find out that everything I need is divine nature already give me, that is all I needed. So whatever I'm doing, I use all my strength. Because I know that I have a backing from heaven. When I, I find out that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, I can do all things. I don't fear of anything. I can do all things. I know you can't do anything to me because I have Jesus himself backing me. The host of angels are behind me. You can't do jack to me. So when I'm coming, I'm coming in the name as commander of heaven. Hallelujah. In 2 Chronicles 26 and 25, uh, verse 5, he said he sought God during the days of Zachariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him sources. When you have the word of God, he said, as long as he sought the Lord, people of God, as long as we sought God, Almighty will have sources. Success in everything you do. Amen? If you fail, it means that God is giving you a better way to do it better. You see, you can only become a failure when you, you stop, when you give up. But when you fail, it means that God is giving you opportunity to redo it. Anytime you redo it, you do it better than the first time. Amen? So that, don't throw in the towel. Hallelujah. Number two. Divine establishment. To be established, of course, you have to be born again. Because if you are not born again, you are not in the kingdom. You are sons of wrath. When the wrath of God comes, you are in trouble. So if you want divinely established, you have to be born again. Until you become a kingdom citizen, you will not be established by God. For you say, for whatsoever is born of God, overcome the way. And this is the victory. That has overcome the word, our faith. If you are born of God, which means you are born again, you already overcome the word. The word, when we talk about the word, what is the word? The challenges. The principles. You see, all kinds of principles are laid. Laws have been made against me and you for us to advance. Amen? 
But say your faith will break through all of them. If you have faith in God and you believe in God, you will break them. Hallelujah. Number two, the love of God. We love him because he first loved us. You know, many Christians will say, I love God, I love God. But they are fighting everybody in their family. They fight everybody in the church. But they still say, I love God. Loving God is to love humanity. Amen. You see, people, when you love people, you neutralize their evil against you. When they are planning, you show them love. The spirit of love will weaken their evil agenda against you. For me, I tell people, and I continue to say anywhere I go, I don't hate anybody. Amen. I'm not jealous of anybody. If I feel like my life and your life doesn't get along, all I will do is distance myself. But I won't hate you. Like I said in the morning, if they betrayed you, forgive them, but don't trust them. Because they will betray you again. Hallelujah. Make a choice to serve God. If you want God to establish you, decide to serve him. Serving God is not a gift. It is a choice. You don't need a gift to serve God. It is a choice. When you dedicate your life in serving God, he will honor you and establish you. According to Job 36 and 11, he said, if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Amen. Spend your days in prosperity. Days. Every day you are prosper. And spend your years in pleasure. Pleasant years. Hallelujah. If you obey and you serve. Certain people, they come to church and they don't even obey anything. They don't obey leadership. They don't care because some of them think they have money. Some think they are positions. Look, the church is a place that when you come, you lay everything under the cross. You walk around with your chest out because you are some doctor. So people should serve you. You are a doctor, so what? If you are a doctor, somebody also is a mechanic. Somebody also is a carpenter. There's also a farmer. You are an engineer, so what? We are a pilot, so what? Are you the only person that flies a plane? The gift and the talent that God has given to you is for you to serve him. So put your position somewhere and serve in the kingdom. Amen? If you are so important, look, if you are so important, build somebody's life. Help somebody. Reach out to somebody to... Re- only, only Af- we the Africans, no, we have a little money, we want the whole world to know. We, we use our sources to bully people. You will see a white man, a multi-millionaire, and you will never even know. You can never tell the millionaires. You can't tell. You, you, you have to be one for you to know them. Amen? If you have a couple of thousands and you are misbehaving, you will see millionaires and you don't know them. But if you're a millionaire, you see a millionaire, you know a millionaire. But when you see them, they are very simple and very humble. And they're poor people, they're plebeians. You know, I come to Africa and I, I see people and look, I've gone to certain places, I don't want to mention some pastors have preached in their church and when they see you, they think they, they are doing you a favor. And one time somebody come to visit me and say, Pastor, here you live and you are so humble. I say, what do you want me to do? You want to fly in the air? <laughs> you build one house and you are misbehaving. You buy one latest car and you are misbehaving. Your car is 2022. 
or 2021 or 2019. Somebody just released 2023. What did I make you? So yesterday, if you are bluffing, somebody just brought a new one. Please humble yourself and serve. Some of us, we come to the church, we want to dictate to the pastors what they should do. Look, my church, they try. Some, some people try. They try, they try, they try. Uh, guess what? I fired them. <laughs> because me, you, one thing you cannot get you with, all my friend pastors know, money. You can't. When I was growing up, I never grew up with one. So this is not the time you are coming to manipulate you for a little money. But when they give you money, they want to manipulate you. Please, don't try. I will take your money and I will eat it. And if you try to manipulate me, I will... When you give me funds like this, I'll preach more. Oh, I have people that blesses me. And the people that bless me, they are the people that are quiet. Those who don't do anything, then they want to talk, misbehave. They want to misbehave. Because you give me some couple of hundred or thousand, you are going to misbehave. Are you the one who called me? <laughs> do you know what prayer is doing for you? So, Seth. Seth. Serve the Lord. And, 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 and instead of using your money to show off, the money was given to you to promote the things of God. Yes. One thing, since I know your pastor, one of the things I love about him, you know, because he's here, I wish he's not here for me to say this. <laughs> when I first met him, I think, is it 2010? We have come a long way. Yes. When we met, 2011 or 2012, 2012 he said he won a car. This uh, explorer. That time, Explorer is the one rating. The man won Explorer. <laughs> he came. He said, no problem, get your Explorer. We, we went to, on that day, it was raining. We got the man Explorer out. Guess what happened? He donated the car to the church. When he told me, I'm like, the way we suffered. <laughs> then, 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 he donate another car to the church. I said, this one, is he getting crazy? How can you be donating your car? He's using his money to save. Then when God is blessing him, you will sit somewhere and talk. I was going to say foolish. I don't want to say it. But every time I say foolish, I remember Apostle Paul. He said it first. Use your talent. Use your blessings. Use your resources. And look, when God is blessing you, you receive what I call generational blessings. You are established. Your children are established. Your grandchildren are established. So serve with your money. Serve with your talent. Serve with everything that you have. Some of you, there are people that play keyboard. Sometimes you bluff too much. Stop bluffing and play the keyboard. Amen. Be diligent in your service to God. Your diligence in service of God is a way of honoring is a way of honoring him as the most important part of your life. Your diligence in service to God is a way of showing appreciation for him, for redeeming you. Amen? Your diligence in the service of God is a way of maintaining your relationship with him. 
Because the person you think, the person you have a relationship with, is the person that you think about. Is the person you wake up and, and, and you want to call. You want to hear the person's voice. So, it is not about just coming to church and going home. Hallelujah. Certain people, some people can be in prayer warriors. They pray, 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 pray. When they say money, they don't give. So, some people are praying and they do see breakthrough. You know what is going to happen. You'll be spiritual giant. But when they come to cash, you will not have it. You are laughing. I'm telling the truth. You sing in the choir. You have a very good voice. But you don't, and you have money. All you want to buy is makeup. You don't want to. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Serve with your resources. And God will give you more money. Amen. Amen. When you go home, read Exodus 36, 1 and 2. It's a bezel and a whole abai. God gave them a gift as artisans. And God is the one who gave it to them. And they use it for the service of God. It's a talent that was given to them. The talent that God packaged you with, it is not your own. God gave it to you and you have to honor God. Use it to honor God if you want God to establish you. Because when you take care of the things of God, God has already taken care of you. People are talking about demons and you say, I already see angels. Amen? When they are complaining about things chasing them, you say, I have a good dream. Because God is taking care of you. It means that you have been established. Apostle, you know, having a bad dream or getting a revelation about somebody wanting to do you something, you do, I don't even pray about it anymore. I just speak. I say, God, this is the revelation I have. Oh, let the angels take care of it. I speak in my car, finish. Because they want to waste my time. I will allow demons to waste my time. No, 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 no. There's too many angels operating on my behalf. Why should I, I waste my time about? I'm established by God. You can't do anything about it. Every night you can bring a storm, but I know the storm will go. Amen. You know, I had an interview on a show, and they asked me when I got the COVID. You know, I was right there. And the doctors told me I was in the woods, and I told them I can never be in woods. They said, I'm going to be here for a long time. I said, I'll be here in five days. So after five days, they said, we thought you were going to be here in five days. I said, my five days is not your five days. <laughs> Faith. So they asked me, so do you ever thought about death? I said, one thing I never worry about is death. Because I know God has not even started with me. So death, mm -mm, I didn't think about that. Amen? Because death cannot, nothing can defeat me. I've already made up my mind that I'm not dying. Even the doctors came to my office. Four doctors, nurses, and the computer said, I'm dying. When they came out, sitting on the window, they rushed me. They put uh, oxygen, 15 letters on my face. I said, what are you going to do? They throw me on the bed. From there, they took me to uh, uh, the, in, no, before intensive care, the, the room, the floor before intensive care. It means that I'm going. 15, hey. <laughs> and why they are doing all this? All I keep saying is, no weapon. No weapon. No weapon. <laughs> No weapon. You have to prophesy to yourself. Because you are divinely established. Amen. Where are we? Number what number? I'm running with time. Serving God for resources. I've already talked about that. Be planted in the house of God. 
Amen. Being planted in the house of God is a, a requirement for your unending establishment. Zion is a city of settlement. The more addicted you are to the house of God, the more established you become. You see, the house of God carries a different atmosphere. If you like praying in your room, they come and pray in the church. We know the church is not a building. That's what we say. But it's a gathering place. As we come and we pray, we pray and we have created an altar here. There's a spiritual atmosphere that has been created. So you can come here, come and sow a seed here without talking to your pastor and you get a result. You know how I know? Because it's happening all the time in our church. Because it's already created. So me, I lo- ask him. I go to the office by 6 o'clock. I love being there because of the atmosphere. I can't create it in my home by myself. Amen? It's a different atmosphere. My prayer, your prayer, we all take advantage of it. Hallelujah. So be planted. When you plant a tree and you keep moving it, moving, 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 that tree, you will never harvest it. And certain people, when their blessings is about to come, that is when they remove themselves. The demons that are chasing you, there are many. If you have a good church like this and you take yourself out, I don't know what is wrong with you. You carry a presence here, good word, what else do you need? You have all the breakthrough. If you are not having it, it is your fault. <laughs> Amen. Because I know your pastor. I know what he carries. In conclusion, why are you people laughing? I shouldn't conclude. Because the time is off. So when the time is off, you have to close. Hallelujah. You must be a man and a woman that support. Bless your pastor. Pastors, you don't know what we go through. Amen. To be established, bless him. The oil that is upon him will be rubbed on you. Amen. Some people come, Pastor, lay hands upon me and uh, release uh, some of the grace that is on You think it's that easy? You serve and you give. Certain people, they never even give a Christmas card to their pastors before. You want to be established. Learn how to do that. And God will bless you. And God will reward you. And God will uplift you. Hallelujah. God bless you all.